everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the Rockcast, a podcast made by Rockhurst students for Rockhurst students and anyone interested in life at Rockhurst. It's senior day on the show today, and if you're watching on YouTube, you can see Vince's cap. Um, the tassel hasn't been moved over yet. He's got his alumni shirt on. I don't know if that's technically legal yet, but nevertheless, we've reached the end for two of our seniors, America and Vince. Uh, who will graduate actually this week, as this is recording. Uh, we'll hear from them and some other seniors on their most memorable moments here at Rockhurst, and that's going to be a lot of fun. Then we're going to move on to our final segment, and we will visit with Becky Edmondson, and Becky coordinates commencement ceremonies for the university, so she'll talk about everything that goes into that and the many details this year, which is a very unique year, and then what happens typically at a Rockhurst graduation. But first, Let's introduce our rock cast cast members for today. Tell us the usual, who you are, what your major is, where you're from, and answer this question in this commencement week. You can take one person with you across the stage at graduation, like anyone who's ever lived or is living now. Who is it and why? Oh my goodness. That's such a hard question, but um, to start off, yeah, my name is America. I am a corporate accounting and finance major. I'm from Shawnee, Kansas, and a senior. And anyone, I don't know if this one's like an exciting one, but I think I would have to be, how do I choose between my mom and my dad? That, that's just so hard. Um, so it, one of them too, they could like roll a dice or something and they can just choose flip a coin and see who gets to go. But I, I would definitely be my parents um, just for everything they've done. And, and I would love that. I think that'd be awesome if I could have them walk the stage with me. Since we're making up the rules as we go, that is an acceptable answer. Oh. That will do. <laughs> my name is Vince Rosquetta. Uh, I am a senior nursing major from Spring Hill, Kansas. Uh, resident coffee addict of the Rockcast. Uh, right now, I'm vibing on uh, Celsius. Uh, 200 milligrams of caffeine in one can. It'll really get your day going. Uh, but if I were to bring anyone across the stage at graduation, uh, it wouldn't be a human. I am bringing my orange tabby cat, Ferguson, across with me, tucked underneath my arm while I shake Father Kern's hand. Uh, and I'm taking Ferguson because he's kind of been like the biggest anchor for my mental health, actually, throughout nursing school when we got him my junior year. So that's why I'm taking him. Nice. <laughs> um, well. <laughs> my name is Brianna Marla from St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm a physics of medicine student. I'm an incoming junior, so that's very exciting. And I would say that if I had to take anyone across the stage, see, mine's is not as sentimental as the two that came before me, but probably... Beyonce and the only reason why I say Beyonce is because it would be lit like we could do like a little like shuffle down like it would be so much fun <laughs> she would hype me up and you know it would just be a great time so probably Beyonce like, oh, for sure for sure you're not even wrong it wouldn't be <laughs> I'll be late if you don't like Brie Bell tomorrow. Y'all heard Brie got Beyonce coming. <laughs> I, that would be my I'd be like this is like this is better than me walking Brie is walking with the queen bee, Beyonce. Anywho, I'm a, I'm a sophomore <laughs> from Chicago. I major in marketing, minor in film acting. Um, if I could choose, <laughs> mm, 
if I could choose anybody to walk across the stage with me too, um, I guess maybe I'll go with a little bit of celebrity too, like Brie. Um, um, I would bring J. Cole. Uh, he's my I favorite knew it. rapper. Cole <laughs> World. Cole I knew World. It. Cole World. The real Jermaine Cole. And the reason why would be not even just because he's my favorite singer, but um, I just remember the first time I listened to J. Cole, I was a uh, freshman in high school. And just knowing where I was at and like just my journey with life in, in general, not just, you know, with God, but where I was at as a freshman and just my development from, I believe, a freshman in high school to when I graduated high school is when I got to Rockers. Um, his music and how I listen to it and the motivation that it's given me has definitely done so much for my life and where I've been at. So having him be there with me, if possible, um, I can't say it would be lit. <laughs> but it would be it would be like a rite of passage like a coming of age moment i get to see like like my favorite rapper just stand there as i get my 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 degree and he's just shaking his head like yes jared yes no. yeah did you see that he uh scored three points at his uh first pro basketball game while he was playing for uh the rwanda patriots out in africa insane he doesn't, he doesn't miss <laughs> <laughs> This is a J. Cole promotion podcast right here. Dreamville, baby. <laughs> Rockcast episode 14, sponsored by J. Cole and Celsius brand, Liquid Caffeine. There we go. Awesome you. stuff, guys. For those of you that are listening, uh, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe, comment, rate, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to watch this as a Zoomcast, you can on our YouTube channel youtube.com slash rockhursthawk. Um, if you have any questions or topic ideas, send us a DM on Instagram at Rockhurst University or contact us through rockhurst.edu. Uh, I'm your host, Chad Schnarr, and we are going to get right into it. Um, this is one of our favorite moments of the year. Obviously, this is the accumulation of everything. One of the things that our office does um, in the marketing department is we get to do interviews with graduates and we called it an outstanding grad series and a small technicality here. They're all outstanding, but these are just the ones we happen to interview on video. So you can find those on our YouTube channel as well. And we're gonna play some of those for you, but we wanted to take some of those same questions and ask America and Vince. So before we hear the other outstanding grads, We've got our outstanding grads here. America, you're up first. Here's your first question. Uh, what will you remember most about your time at Rockhurst? Oh my gosh, um, there's so many things, but, and this is something that I've said maybe many, many times, probably in every episode, but I think Rockhurst, what makes Rockhurst so special is the community that we have here and I think all colleges, they, they say that, but I really, I really think that the community we have here at Rockhurst is so special because I think everyone that I've met has been so caring. And since the moment that I walked on campus um, during orientation weekend, I just felt so, so cared for. And, and that I, I really felt like the people here wanted me to grow as a leader. They saw me as a leader, even when, when I didn't see myself that way, especially um, as a freshman. So I think what I remember most is just all the times that people, not only students, but faculty, staff have believed in me. And um, I think that's probably what I will remember the most, just the people and and how much they have impacted my life, because they really have. 
in so many aspects. There's so, so many people here at Rockers that I will miss um, so much. And, and I think that's probably what I would miss most. All right, second question. What are you most proud of? Um, I think what I'm most proud of, is, proud of is that I was able to push myself freshman year to get very involved. And that's something I always talk about as well, but just how important it is to get involved and how much it changes your um, experience on campus. So I think that that would be the thing because I was very nervous and and I really pushed myself to to get very involved my freshman year and and to maybe take on leadership positions that same semester and um, as the years went on to continue taking on leadership positions that I was very scared uh, I, I was scared to do because I felt like maybe I couldn't do them and I'm very proud that I was able to do that and then also uh, I'm proud of my grades thankfully um, I, I tried really hard throughout college I studied a lot so I'm very proud um, that I that I was able to get good grades um, and, and stay involved because I think that was probably sometimes it was definitely a bit overwhelming having to go to many meetings and having tests but I think that honestly being involved helped me stay motivated in school um, because I, I got to see so many people and I was also surrounded myself by a great group of friends that um, were also very involved and very motivated and and they they pushed me to become a better student and also just a, a better student leader in every organization that I was in. Excellent. And then third and final question, if this is different than your answer to the first question, what will you miss the most? And it can just be one thing, anything. It's if it's a if it's a feeling, if it's if it's a thing, if it's a place, anything like that, what will you miss the most? Um, I think maybe, yeah, I, I guess it could be kind of similar to my first one when I was talking about the people on Rockers, but just this feeling of support that I've always felt at Rockers, knowing that if I needed anything, like it could be help with anything, you know, it could be, um, you know, career help or, or just like maybe emotional help, even something simple as like, Hey, can you help me move? Like my desk in my room. Like I know I can ask a friend, you know, down the street or a roommate, just knowing that there was, I could help, I could talk to anyone. And I knew that I, I wasn't alone, um, that there were so many people out there that I could talk to. I think that's kind of what I would probably miss just the proximity. And maybe that's similar to other college students. I think now when now that, now that we're ending, it's kind of a bit weird um, to see our, our friends go. And if we're all moving to different states that we won't be in like the same two streets, it's kind of a weird feeling after being stuck with each other for four years and knowing that I could go knock on someone's door at any time, you know, that's not how life's going to be moving forward. So that would probably the thing that I missed the most, just knowing that I could go talk to anyone at Anytime. And I know, of course, like my friends will always be there for me and I'll always be there for my friends, but you know, it, it's not going to be the same and it won't compare to what college is like in the um, aspect of just being so physically close to each other. Great. Um, and now Vince, your turn. Same questions. First one, what will you remember most about your time at Rockers? Mm-hmm. Not to beat a dead horse or keep pushing the uh, 
cliche, like, you know, the kind of like America was saying, but here at Rockers, I feel like we really do have a great opportunity as a small school to develop relationships. And it's probably going to be those relationships that I was able to foster here at Rockers that I'm going to remember the most. You know, I'm not going to remember the late nights I spent studying for pathophysiology or writing a history paper that I really didn't want to write, but it's going to be those times that I was able to hang out with my friends on campus, um, leading my fraternity as, as a member of our executive board, um, leading in other organizations like ambassadors as well. And the relationships and conversations that come from like all those meetings and planning events, it's, it's going to be that that I remember the most because it's going to be those experiences interacting and building community here on our campus. Those are the ones that have kind of formed me into the man that I am today. And it's going to serve as a basis for me to take into the future. And what are you most proud of? This was really funny because, um, so I'm part of the old guard of nursing students here at uh, Rockers, part of the Rockers Research Program. Now we're moving to the Rockers St. Luke's Program. And <laughs> the first day during junior orientation, that's the first year, first semester nursing major, uh, basically during the orientation, they told us that uh, we're basically not going to have a life. Uh, you might want to quit your job to do nursing school. If you're in or any organizations, you might have to limit your time there. And if you know me at all, I do not like hearing no as an answer. And so that kind of fired me. It's like, you know what? I'm just going to get involved even more now. And so um, I, all going off of that, I think that what I'm most proud of is being able to finish and graduate from nursing school while still being able to hold down my job as a nurse intern at Menorah Medical Center uh, to be the external vice president of PiCap Alpha and still uh, do student ambassadors as well. So that kind of like goes into anyone listening uh, on the podcast right now, if you don't think you can get involved in college, trust me, you can, you just need to structure your time really well. And then if different than the answer to the first question, what is one thing that you'll miss the most? Can be anything. Yeah. Um, if I were to just take into context my, uh, as an underclassman, as a freshman and sophomore, I'm definitely going to miss like having all of my meals prepared for me in the calf. Say what you want about calf food anywhere in any college. It's very nice to not have to do dishes every single day. Um, living in my off-campus house the last two years, dishes are probably easily like the number one most annoying thing to do because one, you have to do them like every day. So um, take advantage of that when, um, when you're here, when you're in, uh, eating at the calf and you don't have to do all that by yourself. Uh, but other than that, um, I think what I'm going to miss is the proximity of friends, like America was saying. Um, as you move on here at Brockers from freshman to senior year, the proximity grows larger and larger. So when you're a freshman in the residence halls, you live in the same hall with 30 to 40 other people. All your friends are right there. You can just walk on over. Um, you're living, again, if you live in XL or you live in the THVs, again, that proximity grows a bit larger. And then people start moving off campus to rental houses or apartments or OCHs or on to Rock Row. Now you're even streets away. And then when you graduate, people are taking jobs, cities or even states or maybe even countries away. And so um, having all my friends really close to me is something that I will definitely miss. But if there's any good that comes from that, it's the intentionality of making that extra step and reaching out to the people that you care about. And here at Rockers, I feel like a lot of students here really participate in that kind of culture of reaching out to, you know, your crew, making sure everybody's okay, checking in on each other and really going the extra mile for one another here. 
I know you talked about proximity events, which is very, it's so true. Like I've seen it before my eyes, even within my own friend group and just people on campus. I definitely agree with that. And so like, do you believe that there was some point in your college experience within the past four years that it was like a turning point, meaning like it was like this specific moment or this specific time period where it's like, wow, like I'm buckling down, like I'm getting ready to go out in the real world. Because I know we kind of talk about like that transition from high school to college where it's like you're going to the real world, but you still kind of like, we're kind of spoiled a little bit when we're on campus. And so now you're like going out literally into the real world. So like, how is that like that feeling? Like, do you feel like that came to you kind of quickly or did like it kind of come up on you like senior year? I think that kind of feeling of, yeah, we're going to go to the real world. I, if I'm going to come up with an answer you for there are two specific times, I think. First yeah. one is when the stark realization that we're going to be in this pandemic long term uh, in the spring of 2020 was the first one. As a second semester junior, um, you know, at the height of the pandemic, it basically just like was this fast forward event that like forced all of us juniors to be like, yeah, look, things are getting canceled and as more events got canceled into the fall of 2020, we're like, yeah, well, we're gonna be graduating. That's gonna be the next big thing, right? Because all of the stuff that we thought we were gonna be uh, participating in senior year, we're, we're not gonna be able to do that. So that'll be kind of the first one. Um, but my second one where I really felt like I'll be joining the real world was during my um, capstone clinicals um, in nursing school, the second semester of senior year. For all you prospective nursing majors, um, your final capstone clinical uh, is basically when, um, second semester of your senior year and your precepting nurse uh, starts to step back a lot more and you take more nursing responsibilities. Uh, and by the end of the semester, you're basically the one leading the day and they kind of turn into your student and you're the one making the decisions. And so uh, there was, I think it was like my sixth or seventh shift where, my, where we had a doctor come in and he wanted an update on one of our patients. And my nurse goes, well, you know about it, Vince, you should tell him. And I'm like, oh, oh Lord, I actually have to talk to someone who's in charge right now. And so, uh, yeah, that was probably my second one when I feel like, yeah, this is, this is the real world now. So for me, I think that time is now, like right now, like currently this week um, that I realized that I'm gonna be going out in the real world. Um, because I think maybe like with Vince with nursing, maybe it would be like easier to like grasp where your life's going to be after college since you have like those clinicals. So you're kind of there like where you would be working. But I guess for me, it's been kind of a bit random. I've been like stuck in classes this whole semester. So I mean, I just turned in like an English essay last week. I'm not even an English major. Um, so, So I think for me right now, it's kind of like, Oh my goodness. Like I was actually telling my roommate last night. I was like, I literally don't know what like life will be like without school. Like it's been a week and I'm just kind of like freaking out slightly in the sense that I'm like, what, what do I do? Like if I don't have class, like I won't have homework. I mean, not that I enjoy homework, but I just, for me, I think now it's when it's like really hitting me that goodness, like it would just, I, I just won't have school. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's such a weird feeling. And I maybe, I guess maybe it'll still take me like a couple weeks to like grasp it. Cause maybe my head's kind of in the, oh, it's summer. Um, like school starts in August, but you know, it's not starting in August. So, I mean, I'll probably just be going through that process right now. 
and maybe after graduation, maybe you'll hit me sort of kind of, I mean, sometimes I forget. I, I, I'm sometimes like, oh, wow. I can't even believe I graduated high school, like, but it was like four years ago already. Um, even though I felt I, sometimes it feels like I was just in high school. So I'm like, I have barely had time to process that. Like, well, and I'm already graduating college. So I don't know. I think maybe it's different for everyone. For me, it's like right now, like figuring it out. So maybe hopefully on Friday, it hits me. And once I start working more, but we'll see. America, I feel you on that one. Um, just last week, I had a snap memory of a picture like we took when we graduated from high school. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. I've gone so many in the past like week, like <laughs> from four years ago, like the quarter carney and like it's so many things. And I'm just like, mm -hmm. how is this yeah. so long ago already? Like, I can't believe it. It's crazy. Like, was there ever um, a time when you were at Rockhurst? And maybe it was because of, you know, being a student at Rockhurst and just in general, maybe you had another like interpersonal realization, something that had to do with, you know, your own, your own privacy and where you're at in your own life. But was there a moment or a time specifically where I can't say directly that you might've felt that you belong, but maybe it served as motivation for things that lied in front of you. You know, like, was there a time where you had a challenge and you realized something and you're like, oh my gosh, and that propelled you through the rest of it. Maybe it might've been the rest of your time of college or maybe it might've been just where you were at in your life personally. Have you ever had that specific time or times in general? That's I such can, a I deep can, question. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I, can, I, I, can, I can start us off. Um, I think the, fir the first time I felt like I belonged on campus was actually like uh, my freshman, me and America's uh, freshman orientation weekend. Um, specifically during the third day, the Greek Olympics portion, um, just like doing all the competitions and, you know, being the third day of bonding with my orientation team. Um, I think that just naturally lends itself to feeling like that sense of inclusivity here on our campus. And so that's, I think that's what I'm going to go with the yeah, uh, freshman orientation. I mean, I guess there's been so many and in so many different aspects, some of them have been like friendship wise or career, you know, education, where I've had realizations that uh, I liked things, you know, I mean, I took some classes and I was like, wow, this is actually something that I really enjoy. Um, like I ended up switching my concentration for my major my junior year, which was a little bit late because uh, I came in not thinking that I would ever enjoy accounting or finance. So I, I just chose international business. And then after taking um, some accounting classes, my my sophomore year and then my first semester at my first finance course, I I learned that I really loved it and I really enjoyed it. So I ended up switching and which was crazy, especially being so late in the game. So I had to take, I had a very like heavy course um, senior year first semester because I had to take like all these classes that I would have taken the previous year. And also maybe like I was mentioning before, I, I I, I am taking English classes um, and now I wish I would have known I liked English because I actually would have majored in English. I didn't, um, but it, just taking those like core classes where I was very nervous, I thought I wasn't going to like it. And then I took it and I was like, wow, this is something that I enjoy so much, but kind of maybe thinking where I belong at Rockers, kind of similar to what Vince was saying, but um, on the last day of orientation, when they say like which orientation team won, um, we have like a candlelight ceremony. I don't know if we're allowed to say, I mean, <laughs> there's pictures. I'm sure you could find pictures like on the rockers website about it. So, but I, I remember the, 
I'm guessing then I didn't know who they were, but they were seniors um, when we were freshmen and, and they were talking and I'm, I'm guessing they were like orientation coordinators, I assume. And they were just saying how Rockers had become a second home to them. And I remember she was like a senior she kind of started tearing up and she just got really, really sentimental. And mm-hmm. I could, it was, it was such a weird moment because I could sense like how much rockers really meant to her. And I think they were playing the song, I think it was home or this is home. I don't remember exactly what it was called, but it was just such a special moment. And I remember thinking, wow, this is only like my third day here and I'm already getting sentimental. Like I obviously didn't have that connection that she did like four years or already having gone through rockers for four years. But I just remember thinking, wow, if I could ever feel like half of what she is like feeling right now, like then I would say like my like time at rockers would be a success because I could just, I could just sense it that way she felt so connected to rockers and how it really had become a second home. And I know that by the time my freshman year was over, I was like, wow, this really has become my second home. And and now at the end of senior year, that's that's really how I feel it. And and now I know that obviously her feelings were so genuine. And and I'm really glad that I can say that that at the end of my college time, my college experience, I I I I guess I'm I've had such a great time that it's it's sad to leave. This may be a hard question, but um so like earlier in the podcast, we were kind of talking about who we walk across the stage with and like Jared mentioned J. Cole. So we were talking a little bit about that. But if you had to pick a song that either describes your feelings right now or your your college experience, like what song would you choose? I'm going to pull up, I need to pull up my Spotify real quick. I need to go through it. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, that is... That's hard. That's really uh, yeah, hard. It's a hard question. So I was like, oh, it's probably really difficult. Yeah, that's such a hard question. <laughs> <laughs> no, just because going through college, like my music, ta- I've just like assimilated all my friends' music tastes. And so I don't really know what. I go through phases a lot, so I'm not really sure what it would be. So if you have to choose just one that like symbolizes one point in your life or like anything of that nature, I guess. You guys should make like quiz questions. Oh, these are so de- deep work for a company. Yeah, because when you start talking about music, like you're really getting to somebody's psyche now, right? So. Yeah, <laughs> so true. Jared, would you choose a J. Cole song? <laughs> you just asked that because you know <laughs> Yeah. She says so. <laughs> <laughs> um, dang. I don't know. I think I might have to pass on this one just because That's it's so hard because it's like do it is a super deep question or okay you know what i'm gonna continue the j cole train here um because j cole's my personal favorite rapper too and on 2014 four souls drive one of the last songs on there is called love yours all right and it's it's kind of about just like loving your life as it is and super wholesome and i, I think that's what i'm gonna go with that because it's really applicable to a lot uh like pretty much any point during my college career uh, it's really, it's also just really easy in life to just generally like to be able to look at somebody else's life and kind of want that. But I feel like you got to find the beauty and the struggle going through college and um, just know that like what you are doing right here in the present, like that, that's what matters. 
Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I mean this kind of goes off into it. So maybe maybe Merrick, you can answer like this part of the question because it's not this song specifically, but I feel that music is just so it has such an influence on people's lives in general. You know, like sometimes we don't think about it um, until you get somewhere, you know, you think of a song that you can apply somewhere. Like there's some times where I think of people that are maybe even no longer in my life. And I hear a song and I'm like, well, it takes me back to a place. You know, it gives me um, a position to like reminisce on something. Like, is there, um, is there any place or just anywhere, maybe anything that you've done during your time at Rockers that you felt you can associate a song with? It doesn't even have to be the best song ever. Maybe it is, but is there something that you feel like maybe in a few years you're going to hear a song and it's going to make you think of a specific event, something from your college experience? This doesn't have to be in the podcast, but I just saw a yellow school bus go across my neck and I got a little bit of nostalgia. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> that was just a side note, but yeah. <laughs> Let, let's keep that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is just like a super random one, like like very, very random, but I think it fits perfectly when you hear a song and it just like, you think of this one moment, even if it's not like the most special moment, but it was sophomore year. We were that year. We were, we had like a lot of um, tickets for a lot of the sophomores were running for student president VP. There was like three tickets, and we were having an election forum. So this was kind of towards the end of the year, and we were in the fishbowl. Uh, obviously prior uh, COVID time. So you could just hang out there. We would, we would have speakers there and we had like food. And so all the senators were there. We were going to hold this forum. And most of the music I listened to is in Spanish. Um, and I tried to keep up to date, like what's new. And then the current president, Claire Webster, she was, um, she was a senior and she had her phone in and we were like, she had music on. And then the song, Calma, um, was very popular at that moment but I had never heard this song and it was in Spanish so when this song came up and like in the fishbowl I was just like what is this song I was like this song is so good and it talks mm-hmm. about like let's the base the song basically says like let's go to the beach and like it's just kind of the time those like summer songs and I just like I was like this is so cool I remember like pulled up my like Shazam and I was like mm, okay I need to have this song like right now and it became like one of my favorite songs ever and I was just so surprised because I was like how have I never heard this song um so every time I hear that song I just think back to that exact moment and the fishbowl before this like election forum and it also brings back like really good memories because I feel like sophomore year was just like the most fun and obviously my um time at senate I spent way too many hours doing senate stuff so it kind of reminds me of just having fun with all the senators and friends but yeah it's just a random I do love the song but it's just random that I associated with the fishbowl (laughs) (laughs) um my entire sophomore year old town road (laughs) that's literally it that's every social event everything that that song was there for it so it's like how do you even associate a certain like place or moment it's just like everything it, yeah, it takes me back to how 19-year-old Vince. <laughs> wow. Straight up. That's that's so interesting because, so, as you know, me and Bree were seniors in high school <laughs> this year. Yeah. And, um, oh, yeah. I just remember 
Um, I played volleyball. And, um, I don't know if they just over just overdid everything with with Old Town Road, especially just like the idea of it. Like you know, even though because people knew sometimes that it got annoying and they just kept playing it. Um, and I don't even know, but I played volleyball and they would play this song at least five times during warmups, during practice, during it was just my gosh. I think everybody can can go back to a scenario when it comes to, to Old Town Road. You can even probably chat himself. <laughs> where were you the first time you heard old town road <laughs> i also thought about a different song one of my one songs that are not in spanish but i this is a random one i don't even listen to his types of music but this may, brings me back to like freshman year of maybe like i don't know when it was released but it was like young dumb and broke and they played it like all the time and it reminds me of like freshman year like first semester because that's, like that's what we were Yes. <laughs> that's what I still am. <laughs> but that's what I think about it. Every time I hear it, I'm like, I just feel like I'm a freshman. And like, it's a, everywhere you would go, they would have it, like any gathering or anything. So, want to go one more? Do we stay deep or do we do we do we change the direction? <laughs> I'm just trying to make it deep. <laughs> like, because we because we we is we ocean deep right now. <laughs> Old Town Road. Yeah, no. Old Town Road is ocean deep. I think music is deep. Music is deep. So music is deep. Yeah. It's like very dynamic. Like, mm. that was deep. <laughs> After every question, that was a deep question. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, college is as deep and as shallow as you want to make it. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I highly re recommend making it deep, though. Make it deep. Give it, give it some meaning. But okay, but then I feel like okay. I hope this doesn't come across deep. I don't think it is, but whatever. Um. So okay. So I look at like college experience. It's kind of like a book or like a movie. Like all these different chapters of your life and whatnot. So like, let's say your whole college experience is a movie. Like, what would you name the movie? Or if you want to specifically do your senior year. What would you name your senior year? Like, what would be the title of it? Just with just like the chaos that the pandemic kind of forced onto us. And I feel like a lot of it was coming to grips with that. Like, yeah, you're not going to have all these things that you're hoping to relive again your senior year, right? All the different formals, all the events that Rockhurst puts on, um, you know, a lot of that stuff was getting canceled. But I don't know, in lieu of all of that, I think the resiliency that our class kind of showed um this year i think that's like kind of that would be kind of like the main plot if i were to uh, do the movie okay, okay. <laughs> i think maybe mine would be like chaotically uneventful <laughs> because it was sort of uneventful but it was kind of chaotic in that sense when it's uneventfulness um because yeah, I feel like a lot of things happen even when they didn't. Like a lot of, not too many events, but like so many other things happened. But I'm just glad where we got to have something. Uh, and I mean, we got we, we got rock stock at the end of it all. I mean, I was still happy that we had that. Yeah, and then oh my gosh, actually, one of my did you go to the um, was it not senior send off? But it was last Monday. It was a week ago. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, the little senior get together. Yeah, we yeah. had free yeah, free Joe's or free Joe's barbecue and uh 
Betty Ray's ice cream for all the seniors. Yes, and then they had it was awesome. Yeah, I thought that was so cute. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed that. Just kind of because I, I feel like that was probably like the last like thing, like like my last like college thing on campus. Obviously, mm-hmm. aside from like mass maybe like on Thursday but that was kind of the last thing and and it was so fun just getting to see the seniors because it was it was also very sentimental in the sense that I, that it was like wow this is the last time um and I, I was also thinking back like wow the last time maybe so many of us were um or like here at the same time was probably orientation and and then as there were some people that I was it was kind of cool because I felt like I knew most of the people there. I think I hadn't at least seen everyone. So I was just like, wow, this is kind of cool that I, I feel like I know everyone. And But there were some people that I was like, I probably have not seen you since like orientation weekend. But <laughs> I still know of you because like, you know of everyone at Rockers. It's hard not mm-hmm. to. Um, but I think that was just, a, it was a very sweet moment. And I'm glad that they did that for us. Yeah. So we shout, out to, shout out to SAB for putting that on for all the seniors. We really appreciate it. Yeah, it was so sweet. And just getting to see everyone. And I got to talk to a lot of people I hadn't seen um, in a long time. So I, I really enjoyed it. And everyone I talked to, they said they really liked it. Um, and they had a great food choices, I have to say. So. Oh, yeah. That's great stuff. Now let's hear from some of the other members of the class of 2021. Uh, as part of the Outstanding Grad video series. My name is Maddie Hercules and I'm from St. Louis. I'm graduating with an undergrad in data analytics with minors in leadership in the pre-MBA. I would say that I'm most proud of everything that I was involved in during my time here. I really put myself out there and got involved with a lot of things freshman year and that has continued on through senior year. And that has allowed me to make many relationships and I think that has made my time here so great because I've been able to meet a lot of professors, a lot of faculty and staff through that and just make a lot of like relationships. So that's for sure what I'm most proud of. I would say I would remember the relationships that I've made here the most, particularly my friends. Um, I met them all freshman year at Frost Retreat and that was probably my most favorite experience here at Rockhurst. And so meeting them it was just like so amazing that I met them all freshman year and that we've stayed that close through senior year. And I know that they're gonna be my lifelong friends, the people that are in my wedding. Um, so I'm most proud of like taking that step of first going on Frost Retreat, but then like, building those relationships since freshman year. Rockhurst is a home in itself. We are a family and everyone here wants to get to know each other. And we all do our best to not only help with the Rockhurst community, but help the KC area. And I think that's something that's really special that we do here. I'm Nick Caldwell. I'm from Lone Tree, Colorado, just outside of Denver. I'm uh, getting a double major in finance and data analytics and a minor in leadership. What really stood out to me about Rockhurst was the community aspect. That's one of the main reasons why I came here. And I thought I understood what that meant, but once I came here, that just completely blew my mind. Oh, I miss the most, probably the people as well. Um, just the community aspect even i think small things as well that are easily overlooked is just like doing homework in the mass minute and then ordering an einstein's bagel and literally going upstairs and then coming back down and like having a quick breakfast and then seeing friends walk by and having quick conversations with who knows who it would be and i think just that like small school feel is really um shown out here and i just love the fact of just like going back to the community honestly one thing that I really remember most and liked about Rockers was just uh, going to the chapel, playing the piano, just whether I had stuff going on with school or whatever it might have been, um, just going in there and playing some tunes and kind of clearing my head and 
or not. I am Evelyn Lomax. I am from Kansas City, Missouri, hometown hero, and my degree will be in biochemistry. I feel like there's nothing that stands out as most proud. I've been proud of a lot of things. Um, I would say though that my time in Black Student Union has been the most rewarding. I've been able to um, be a member for four years now and transitioning from being just a general member into being the president has been really rewarding and learning what the organization needs as well as what the community can learn from our organization. I think what I'll remember most specifically is a service event that I went on. I went to El Paso, Texas in the spring of 2018. Spent about a week then. We learned a lot about um, the immigration process and like the, I wouldn't say problem, but like issues that go around with people trying to become citizens. And working in a migrant shelter in El Paso was pretty eye-opening for me to learn um, just the type of people that are just trying to find a better place for themselves and their children. It's pretty cliche, but I think I'll miss the people the most. I've been a part of the Learning Center for a few years. I've been a tutor and an SI, so meeting some of the younger students and even being in classes with them later on, it's just been really nice to like meet so many people and so many faculty and staff that are supportive in our mission as being students and going on to being professionals, and I'll miss a lot of uh, the people that I've met here and friends that I've made. So I'll be taking a gap year um, in between now and medical school to um, apply, get more clinical experience, shadowing and that type of thing. And hopefully I'll be in med school within the next couple of years. After that, I hope to be some sort of physician. I've been leaning towards the ER lately, so um, I'll find myself there or somewhere in a hospital practicing as a physician. Well, today's special guest is Becky Edmondson, and Becky helps coordinate the commencement ceremonies for Rockhurst. Uh, this year, it's going to be held at uh, Children's Mercy Park, home of Sporting KC MLS Soccer. Uh, needless to say, Becky is has been and is extremely busy. So, Becky, thanks so much for taking a little bit of time out for us, and welcome. And just how exciting is this time of year for you? Well, I have to say it's my busiest month of the year, and um, I've been working on the spring commencement for an entire year. Um, we added a December commencement for the first time in about 15 years this past December. So we're going to honor those students too, even though we honored them in a virtual ceremony. The December 2020 students are walking in this ceremony if they choose to do so. Um, your May 21, August 21, and December 2020 graduation class is about 1,200 students. It's the biggest Rockhurst has ever had. So we're most happy that we can bring a live ceremony, especially in the midst of a pandemic, to us and be safe while doing that. Because I don't know about you, but I'm tired of the virtual commencements. I'm glad we had that opportunity. But I want to see you all celebrate this occasion live and joyful and in person. Excellent. And that does bring up something that I want to make sure to get in. Class of 2020 is going to be getting together during family and alumni weekend this coming September. Um, and we'll be doing the Hawk Walk downtown, uh, things like that. So even though last year's had to be held virtually for them, there's, uh, there is an in-person event as much as we can do for them. Um, 
All right, guys, I'm going to turn it over to you uh, to talk to Becky. Becky, could you kind of tell us and all of our listeners here about your specific role in planning commencement? So as far as I'm the commencement coordinator for the university, so I am your planner from start to finish. So the, um, thank you. Sorry about that. So the, um, I go from finding a venue or the source of the ceremony all the way through uh, the cleanup at the end. So I, I participate in every aspect. I do all the student communications, which many of you are aware might take a day or 12 for me to get back with you when you talk with me via email. But pretty much it's all me. We do have a, a commencement committee. And when we make decisions about commencement, we first go to our cabinet. Um, so the higher officers of the university to determine what type of ceremony we're going to have. And then we usually take it to our commencement committee to talk about our options. Um, that includes students. America serves on that on the commencement committee. So we uh, convene that committee a couple of times a year to make general decisions. And then it's my job to execute the ceremony and all of the celebratory announcements and everything from your cap and gown all the way down to your tickets and everything else gets coordinated by me. So it's a big job. Awesome. That definitely does sound like a really big job. And I know when I attended that commencement meeting, there are so many details. I was very surprised to like know so many things went into commencement. So we want to thank you for all the work that you have put in so far. Um, and obviously this year is very different with COVID, but typically what is, what can students expect during commencement? You know, what a typical commencement looks like, maybe some traditions at Rockhurst. Sure. Um, this ceremony will very much resemble a typical commencement ceremony with only a few, um, a few uh, changes to keep everyone safe. Normally, the graduates would gather an hour before the ceremony. They go through a lineup process by degree in alpha order, and then you'd all process up through, uh, normally we have it at Municipal Auditorium, you'd all process up through the auditorium um, and then file in, take your seats and the ceremony would begin. The ceremony includes welcome announcements. Um, a student singer will sing the national anthem. We have an invocation by uh, the Bishop of Kansas City. Um, we have an undergraduate and a graduate student speaker this year. Conferral of degrees will take quite a time. Normally, we only announce the names of the students who walk across the stage. This year, we're announcing every student's name so that we can make sure that those students who chose not to participate or were unable to attend due to COVID um, pandemic conditions um, are honored in this ceremony. So we are reading every student's name and we're excited about doing that also. Um, then we have a presidential address, um, some Awards uh, for senior medals will be announced and um, following commencement, we would normally have a hawk walk where all the graduates and their families and friends march from Municipal Auditorium to the KC Live area downtown. Obviously we can't do that this year. So we're gonna process out with bagpipes um, and all the graduates will leave the graduate seating area and process through the stadium as the guests get up and follow them out to the plaza area where there'll be photo opportunities, et cetera. So the only thing we're really not going to be able to do this year is have Father Karen hand you your diploma cover. That's just not safe at this time. So you'll be walking on stage with your diploma covers. We won't have a procession in 
the graduate lineups, you're going to choose, you're just going to go straight to your seats um, and seat by degree area. And that'll keep you a lot safer because they just didn't have a, a great way to line up for as big a class as we had. So those are really the only couple of changes. Um, you will still get an opportunity uh, for a photo. Father Curran will be standing behind with Provost Dunham um, and for a photo op on the stage. And then you'll leave the stage and photos will be taken on either side of the stage as the graduates return to their seats portrait style with their diploma cover. So everything will look very much like a normal ceremony um, with the exception of no procession at the very beginning. That sounds well, it is a lot, but I do appreciate, even as a sophomore, like, well, technically a junior, I don't know, but I really appreciate the thought and like being able to put so many accommodations with COVID-19 and all these different innovative ways that you're all thinking of. It's really amazing just to hear. So that's very exciting. Um, I really like the part where you said that you all also be reading the names of the graduates who can't attend um, in person. So I just think that's like a really amazing opportunity for them as well. Um, so yeah. With everything that you talked about, like, what do you think is like your favorite moment of commencement um, that gets that you're able to witness every year? Um, you know, you all you all mentioned how much work this was for me. It is nothing compared to the work and dedication you've all given to achieving your degrees. So watching each and every one of you walk across that stage makes me all verklempt. So. I wanna watch you get that diploma. I wanna watch you and I want your family there celebrating you as much as we can. We're so happy to have a class this large. You know, that's one of the other reasons that we added a December commencement because even at Municipal Auditorium, we generally have graduations before us and graduations after us on the same day. So to get all of our graduates through, we have to start limiting the May ceremonies to honoring just the May graduates. So we're gonna add those August graduates to the December ceremony and have two per year. And we can make sure that we give everybody the time that they need to get across the stage and celebrate accordingly. So that's why we decided to add another, another commencement is just to break that class in two and have, have everybody honored without being rushed. Awesome. And also I have another question. Is the live streaming part um, a new thing that is being implemented due to COVID or is that something that usually has happened before? You know, we normally always record the ceremony and that those recordings are available on the graduation website, but this is the first year that we're live streaming and we're live streaming specifically for COVID. But um, if municipal, and I believe they have instituted the capability and their Wi-Fi capability to handle live streaming, we'll probably continue to do that because we always have graduates that are that have gone away um, by the by the time of graduation, they couldn't necessarily get here or are online and can't do that anyway. So um, I really like the idea of live streaming here on out as long as municipal's capable of doing that in the future. I think being able to have that live stream capacity for future commencements, you know, outside of a pandemic is really awesome because I mean, I have me personally, I mean, I have family all over the world who would love to be able to watch me go, right? And so for them to be able to watch a graduation ceremony live, I think that's really awesome to be able to connect people like that. Right. And so, you know, we have, uh, I think one of our graduates, Kate Merrick, is stuck in England and can't get back. So she and her family are going to stay up and watch it late at night. But time zones <laughs> might not, re I mean, might be restrictive to watching it live. So that's the other reason we record it. So within a couple of weeks, that recording will be up and we'll always leave it up. So you can go back and watch all those recordings in previous years, too. Now going back, um, I kind of wanted to talk maybe just about the history about commencements at Rockhurst. How 
I mean, I guess first question would be how many years have you been in charge of planning commencement and also how has commencement evolved through Rockers? So the provost office has been in charge of commencement since the provost office began at Rockhurst. Um, different staff members. Um, we used to have an, an events group that would plan the event with input from academic affairs and the registrar's office. Lots of offices participate uh, with data and information to get this ceremony off the ground. Um, this will be our 102nd Rockhurst commencement. So that's how many how many ceremonies we've had. This is number 102. Um, I believe the university has been having their commencements at Municipal Auditorium for at least the past eight years. And before that, they had commencement on the grounds. It would be intense on the quad or on the soccer field. Um, and uh, even before that, they used to go to what was then called the RLDS Auditorium in Independence. So it's been all over the place. Municipal Auditorium is really good for us for uh, a couple of reasons. It has a large seating capacity, so we don't generally ever have to ticket the event, which as those of you who are graduates know, that was kind of a nightmare for you. Imagine for us in planning what that was like also. So we prefer just opening the doors and saying, come on down. You know, that's, that's how we want to have our graduation. So Municipal Auditorium is centrally located. It's downtown and the city allows us to block off the streets for that hawk walk, which gives um, a smaller institution like Rockhurst a lot of visibility on commencement day. And that's important for everybody. So I love turning on the television when I get home from commencement and about the last thing I see before I go to sleep is the news that shows the footage of y'all walking from municipal to Casey Live to celebrate. So um, although we probably won't have that opportunity this year, you'll still have a celebration, a smaller hawk walk around the stadium, if you will. We will have the December commencements on campus as long as conditions allow us to do that. So, uh, and believe me, I can't think about where that's going to be until June. <laughs> so, so the December commencement will be on campus, but I don't know where yet. Fantastic, Becky. Uh, we're going to let you get back to the many things you have to do before uh, commencement this year and starting on next year's okay. as well here coming up. Um, thank you so much for joining us and uh, sharing a little bit of your time and knowledge with us. All right. Thank you all. We'll see you on Friday, live streamed or in person in dry, sunny weather and ready to celebrate your socks off. Okay. We'll see you then. Thanks thank so much. You. Friday. Thank you, Becky. Thank, thank you so you. much for your time. Thanks to Becky for being on and thanks guys for, um, the interview questions there with her and America and Vince, we wish you the best of luck for this Friday. And if you're listening to this and it's well past May 21st, 2021, hopefully you got a little bit of an idea of what it's like at commencement, what, what the Rockers does, what they provide and just how it, it's so student focused, uh, as well as some stories, some ocean deep, some not. Um, on <laughs> what life is like at Rockers. So thank you so much for joining us. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate, review, comment, reply, all that stuff. To watch the discussion, you can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash rockers talk. 
So that is all for episode number 14 for Bree and Jarrett, America, Vince, and Becky Edmondson. This is Chad Schnarr. Have a great week, everyone, and go Hawks.